Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody. How are you? This is Bill Williamson, and this is Silver and Black Pride. This is our weekly podcast. It's May 10th, Tuesday. This will be on everywhere you get your podcasts. We're all of those places. They'll be on this afternoon, and then it'll be on this website, Silver Black Pride, on Wednesday. So if there's anything that happens in the next 22 hours or so, it was just a little dead time from what you heard it from the website. But lots of tidbits today, a lot of news, some player additions, possible player pursuit, rookie minicamp coming up, uh, a startling, troublesome allegation that led a interim team president to leave. So let's a lot of stuff. Let's start. I appreciate you having me. Let's start with the Mark Davis news. Um, and I don't have a ton to say because I don't have a ton of information. And if you know me over the years, or you've read me or listened to me on podcasts, I don't really like diving into allegations unless you really know a lot about them. Um, but it's the news, and we need to talk about it. Last year there was four high-level Raiders employees on the business side who left, beginning with Mark Bidane, team president, long-time team president, in July. And there's this t- who knows what it was about. There's some talk about unpaid taxes. Who knows? Well, then last week, uh, uh, their chief analytics guy leaves. And their human resource person leaves. And then Dan Ventrelli, who was the interim president after Bedane, then he leaves Friday morning. The team puts out this really terse, short statement saying he's gone. Later that day, he makes a statement to the Las Vegas Review-Journal saying that he left because there was some worrisome about some workplace hostile environment. He said he was he was worried about female employees and he said Mark Davis was he may imply that he was involved in that. And I don't know how deep, but if you read the statement, it it's worrisome. He said he went to the league about it and he was fired in retaliation by Mark Davis. Mark Davis told the Review Journal that he didn't have any comment on it on that. The NFL told reporters that they are looking into it. As of this morning, there hasn't been any information. But that's troublesome. Um, you know, we, we know what's gone on in Washington. You know, so we don't want another one of those to happen here. Again, I'm not going to comment a whole lot more about it until we find out more information. Can it affect the team on the field? That's probably what you're thinking for, for first and foremost. 
Probably not. But you just you want a good running organization, and there is a lot of hope, you know, with the new football regime and the Devontae Adams trade, and, and you know, Derek Carr got his new deal, Max Crosby got. There's a lot of good vibes, so we we don't want any any bad vibes. We don't want any same old Raiders. But you know, we're gonna have to watch this. That's all I'm gonna have to say. I hope you're not listening and say, "Oh, Bill, you're making a big deal out of it." I am not yet. I don't know what's going on. It's my job as a reporter to talk to you about this. Again, it's just something that we're going to have to keep our eye on. Let's switch it over to football. I'm sure you're okay with that. Um, they signed uh, Kenny Young, a linebacker from the Broncos. He was with the Rams last year. Just like Micah uh, Kaiser, same kind of deal. Kenny... Uh, Kenny Young has been traded twice. He was a fourth-round pick from UCLA from the Ravens. He started 13 games last year. I, I think he's more of a depth piece at linebacker, uh, special teamer. He played for Tom McMahon in Denver last year, the Raiders' new special teams coach, and that's probably what he's going to be, his role. Um, but, yeah, depth piece, hey, if you can get a decent depth piece in May after the draft, get it. They they met with uh, Nick Kwiatkowski, uh, who the Raiders – Cut, of course, early in the offseason. They met with him yesterday, Monday. Is he still in the mix? I don't know. Because they met with him and then they signed Kenny Young. Um, and Krakowski has other visits. I mean, how much room do they have? Maybe they picked Young over Nick. Maybe they'll look at him later, but that's the deal. And then, you know, the name that everybody's excited about is James Bradbury, who has been connected to the Raiders for weeks and months because, you know, there was talk that he might get traded. Um, he played for Patrick Graham the last two years in New York. He made a pro bowler, Patrick Graham. The Raiders can use a cornerback. There's a natural connection there. There is, of course, also a big obstacle at the moment. The Raiders aren't going to get a lot of cap room until after June 1. He's, a, he's the best cornerback on the market right now. Good cornerbacks don't last long. There's teams with there's teams with cap room, so I could see possibly his market going fast. Um, if he's out there until uh, June, though, maybe the Raiders have a shot. Um, the word is he wants a pretty big contract. You know, the Raiders aren't in position to give a lot of big contracts right now. They've given a ton of them this offseason. Adams, Carr. Crosby, Jones, you know, they got they got Waller, they got Renfro. Again, you can't pay everybody. So if he wants this, like, multiple-year Monster Mofo deal, I don't know if they're going to really want to give out any Monster Mofo deals. Because, you, you know, if he wanted a, a hefty, solid one-year deal, maybe they would do it, but... We'll see. Something to keep an eye on. Um, rookie minicamp is this weekend. Interested to see that. They should be announcing the uh, rookie class. Again, we know a lot of names, but nothing official. You know, I, I've done some digging into these guys, and there's some interesting guys. Webb, you know, they, some people think he has a starter ceiling. The BAM guy, offensive tackle, If you he played at um, Utah. He went up against uh, Kevon uh, Thibodeau against Oregon twice. 
first game he had a hard time. Second game, scouts I talked to said probably one of the better performances against Thibodeau uh, in college football this last year. There's a guy in Louisville. He started at Alcorn State. I think he's a safety. A lot of people like him. Um, Palomau. He's related to Kennedy Palomalo and Troy Palomalo. Kennedy Palomalo was a special teams coach. Palomalo, different last name, same family, same original last name. He is connected to him. Uh, Darian Butler, the, the linebacker from Arizona State, who a lot of people think he's one of the better special teams linebackers in this year's draft. He went on drafters, uh, reportedly signs with the Raiders. Maybe he makes a team as a undrafted, makes it as a special teamer. He played for Antonio Pierce, who's a Raiders linebacker coach this year. Um, so there's some connections, and that's what you do in undrafted free agency. You work your connections. So that was cool. That was smart. Um, you know, everybody has so much hope for the Raiders this year for good reason. ESPN... One of their analytical guys, and again, it's just it's May. Guys are just trying to get through the dead part. Um, so don't put too much into it. But this analytical ranking had them offense 15th, uh, defense 19th, and overall 19th. We'll see. Again, the Raiders have to stay healthy. They need a little luck. You know, they, they had some luck last year, too. I'm not saying that they weren't a good team last year, but they led the NFL with 19 penalties on either third on the opposing defense, on either third down or fourth down. That extended the drive. Led the league in that. The, and that happened a lot down the stretch. Happened a lot in the Dallas game. The football gods were kind of smiling on the Raiders in games. I know the Gruden thing. I know the Ruggs thing. I know, I'm not saying they had a lucky year, but inside the, the, the lines, they had some fortune last year. And they need to have some fortune again this year. And they need to stay healthy. Uh, one Las Vegas sports book has them favored in 6 to 17 games this year. Uh, underdog in one and a pick them against the Patriots. What does it mean? Who knows? I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and wring my my hands over some game that's going to be played in November. We will know the schedule on Thursday. Um, you know, somebody from Pittsburgh said, man, wouldn't it be something if the Raiders played the Steelers on December 23rd? Because the Raiders got to stay play in Pittsburgh. That's the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception in the 1972 playoffs. Now it's like week 15 in the regular season because the NFL just doesn't know when to quit. Um, would that happen? I don't know. Would fans be happy? Steelers fans would think it's cool. National fans would think it's cool. Raider fans would be pissed off. We'll see. We'll see Thursday. Um, but I always enjoyed that time, seeing the schedule come out. I wish the NFL would get off its high horse and just announce the effing thing. Um, I don't know why I have to wait to five, you know, 8 p.m. on a Thursday, and then they've, they've kind of releasing things, trickling them out for the last week with the, you know, different games. Just announce the effing thing, would you? I can swear on this. Just announce the fucking thing, would you? It's annoying. It's just, it's annoying like the... The draft is um, 
three days. Just stop. They're such a monster, the NFL. They, they have to monopolize everything. Drives me nuts. As expected, no, as of now, the plan is no more vaccine requirements to enter Raider games this year. So that's going to just widen the pool, and, and it's just going to make it more, more expensive to go to a game. But, man, it's, a, it's an experience. You've got to do it. Um, Teddy Atlas, who has been around for years in the front office, he is out. That's, you know, they've gotten rid of a lot of guys from the last regime. You know, scouts, that happens in every... It happens in every front office when there's change. Nothing too expected. Lenny McGill, McGill a long-time um, scout, has now got a prominent role with the Raiders. Um, do you think they need a speed receiver? Some people think they need a speed receiver. I don't know. I mean, I, what, where's the room, though, right? I mean, they, they, got, they got a lot of guys. Maybe Mac, Mac Hollins gets that role. I don't know. Trey Regis is gone. Hey, they brought in a lot of running backs. What do you expect? What do you expect? Maurice Drew Jones. I'm just spitting out stuff, man. I'm just spitting out. I love this type of year. I love tidbits. I want to make you the smartest Raider fan in the nation. You have a job. You, this is your passion. This is my job. So I hear the little stuff. I throw it out to you. You get smarter, I hope. Uh, Maurice Jones Drew compared... Zamir White to Adrian Peterson. Well, that's pretty gang, dang, gang good, ain't it? Are you kidding me? Get a fourth-round pick comparing Adrian Peterson? Let's go, let's go! So, yeah, what else we got going on? Um, that's about it. So we'll see how it goes. Let's, uh, let's enjoy the schedule release Thursday. There'll be more news. We'll see what's going on in Bradbury. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep our eyes on that front office story. I know it's not fun, but a lot of this stuff's not fun. you gotta, you got to follow it. All right, be happy. Be safe. Have a great week. Take care, guys. This is Bill Williamson. This is Silverback Pride. Be happy.